Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, thank you. We are live. We are on Twitter right here on the Institute for Health Radio Frequency. It is I, your world healer. And I want you up. Sorry, I want to turn I'm going to turn this and I can hear the music. So we are live. We are in full effect. Happy Sagittarius full moon season. <laughs> Y'all know your super savvy world healer has to represent for the um, Sagittarius is out there, fire signs activate. All right. I hope I can be heard fairly well. I'm doing a sound check, and it's a little spotty. Sorry, y'all. I just want this is so good. It's been so long, I feel like, since I've gotten the broadcast with you guys. So I definitely don't want any mishaps with the sound. Let's jump in. Yes, before we go even a step further, you know how we do around here. Even on a horoscope special show, we honor, we revere, we remember our divine righteous ancestors for without whom we would not be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Brother Ampu, for yet another opportunity for us to come together to stay connected. Shout out to Brother Ampu and myastrologycoach.com as well as the Imagination Guru, Minister Ju. Um I'm jumping in, y'all, because it's been a minute and it hasn't been on purpose. Um, But you can see in the title of the show, we're talking about the fact that the energy right now is so mutable. Um, We've got the sun currently in Gemini along with Mercury. Uh, Mercury and uh, the sun are about to align exactly. It happens all the time. It's not that rare at all, but when it does occur, The sun shines a light on our minds, on communication, on mental activity, on travel, okay, on messages. Hello. (laughs) Your messenger is here right now for a reason, right on the cusp of this 
um, Sun Mercury alignment for a reason. Um, what else we got? Mutable. We're literally inside of a set. Uh, we're literally inside of the Sun and Gemini. We're literally inside of this Sagittarius full moon. This super Sagittarius full moon season. Um, we've also got a new moon in Gemini coming up after this Taurus moon moon season is over. So uh, May 15th is just around the corner, but in the meantime and in, in between time, this mutable energy during this Sag full moon season, just a couple of weeks long, <clears throat> we got about a week and a half left to go, along with the fact that we're going into a mutable, um, new, a, a mutable new moon season, okay? Um, it's going to, as of May 15th and for about the next month after that, it's going to, it's Gemini, you know, it signifies the end. The end, It's a mutable sign, so it signifies the end of a season, okay? Gemini is the end of spring, just like Virgo is the end of summer and Sagittarius is the end of fall and Pisces is the end of winter, okay? It's a time of transition that we're embarking upon. We're getting a bit of an introduction to it, I believe, this full moon in Sagittarius season, which is uh, when I pulled these cards for. I did a general spread for everybody as well as um, for the individual signs. So listen out for your sun, your moon, your rising sign. And if, and if you are interested in love, sex, or money, listen out for your Venus and Mars signs, okay? And just the energy surrounding that particular sign definitely over the next about week and a half that we have left, okay, y'all? The, the, uh, the, the overall... The overall message that I got for everybody is this commitment, okay, commitment to a bold new you. Yes, we have a whole lot of mutable energy that we're uh, contending with right now, and I don't even want to say contending with because that that's what you don't want to be doing during mutable times is resisting, fighting, contending. You want to be going with the flow. If you can't feel the current flow, you're dead. (laughs) You're dead because mutable times are here. So if you can't feel the current flow, it's because you're resisting the flow. It's because you're contending, you're fighting, you're putting up a resistance instead of opening yourself up. Um, I love that in the main spread for everybody, we got two aces. Okay, we got two aces, and we know that the aces are gifts or something that's being given to us, and they're right on top of each other, embodying and and describing and 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 uh, um, coloring in. Just even in the general spread for everybody governing this time frame we're in right now, talks about us being open to these gifts. We got the ace of swords in the overall position, that's, those are mental gifts. Those are gifts of the mind and the mouth. Even, uh, uh, well, we'll see how it plays out, but right now the, the commitment is to a bold new us. At the beginning of this Taurus new moon season, we had at the same time of a new moon in Taurus, we had Uranus coming out of bold Aries into Taurus, grounded, material, pleasant, tangible Taurus, okay? And so 
there's 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 boldness that is being materialized in us, okay? So much so that right beneath the ace of swords, the gift of the mind and the mouth, this this breakthrough energy that we're embodying right, even now is that the want the ace of wands that the even more so boldness in the present position that ace of wands for everybody where it the there's a there's a commitment to a bold new us. Because the past position card is the king of pentacles, okay? So that is us embodying commitment, loyalty, faithfulness to us, faithfulness to everything that was going on during the time of Aries. Even even if we want to, let's not even just go back to the whole seven years Uranus was transiting Aries before it just moved into Taurus here in the last few weeks. Um, but also even just airy season this time around, just airy season that began the new astrological year and the new spring season that we're only really two months into real good. Um, like I said, the sun's in Gemini right now, so technically let me, oh, did I even put it on here? I have my thing up here, y'all, and my computer is wanting to freeze right now, so just bear with me. But um, the sun will be in Cancer soon enough, and so that will initiate the summer season officially. Summer solstice is around the corner. It is at the end of June. I just, y'all know that I like to give y'all specific dates, so as soon as my computer decides it wants to let me, I'll tell you the exact date. I want to say June um, 22nd, but I just want to be certain. All right. The sun goes into Cancer. If I was on the June calendar, that'd be great. This is so... Okay, the 21st. June 21st. I, I wanted to say 22nd. That's why I wanted to look and be certain. The sun does go into Cancer officially, and it's summer season, June 21st. So absolutely over the next week. I'm going to get you all through the next week for, for sure. I'm With this spread, with the horoscopes, I'm going to get you through May 15th. Uh, I apologize, June, June 15th. The new moon is actually on the 13th, y'all. I had May up June the 13th. I'll even give you a time. It's 2.43 in the central time zone in the afternoon. Ooh, it's at 22 degrees Gemini and 44 solar arc minutes. I like those numbers. Y'all know I'm into the numbers now. So that that's going to be beautiful. That lets you know right now with it being practically the third, we've got about 10 days left. Um, so let me get this reading out so I can get y'all through the next 10 days, get us all through the next 10 days boldly and committedly and faithfully, faithfully to these gifts, you guys, that we're opening ourselves up to. Um, the gift of change, I, I, this whole, the, the title of this show is talking about all this mutable energy where we're um, moving into. I mean, you know, Aries, the the start of the new spring season and the new astrological year that that uh, carried with it cardinal energy, the start of a thing. And then we've been in this time of Taurus where the Taurus energy has been real strong and will continue to remain quite accessible to us through the 13th. Um, but then after that, yes, we begin a very mutable time of change and moving out of the 
even if it's just the old season and into a new season. So when the seasons change, we go, we go with the flow of nature around here, okay, and it never leads us wrong. It never leads us astray, and it keeps us not only on track but ahead, ahead of time, okay. And so that's why I had to make sure I was very felt very compelled to come to you guys um, at this particular time. It's just a beautiful, powerful, wonderful time to be alive. Uranus and Taurus really just electrifying and and uh, stimulating, okay, invigoratingly so this very earthy, uh, these very earthy material parts of our lives that need it, okay? Whose who's Taurus don't need a little stimulation? Whose money, you know, don't need a little, uh, who don't need a stimulation package, right? And so the 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 beautiful, beautiful, Omniverse and nature is giving that to us, making that energy very, very accessible to us over the next seven years. And the way we ended a thing with Uranus in these critical degrees of Aries there um, right before this occurred, and then the, it, it affected the way we're beginning a thing. And we know we're, we've got a lot of significant beginning energy because we got these two aces literally in holding up the backbone of this spread governing right now. And and I, from what I see, if we take this, since the King of Pentacles is in the past position, if we take with us, even over these last 10 days of this particular Taurus and Moon season, when the full moon of Sagittarius energy is, is this strong, we will embody this future card of the Queen of Wands. We already have the Ace of Wands in the present position. You know, spirit don't mess around when I pull cards for us for a full moon in Sagittarius season. I, I pulled two Sagittarius cards. Some people may argue with you and tell you that the Queen of Wands is actually the Aries card, but I just, uh, it, I'm not the only one. I've heard other people say this, that it's actually the Sag card, and I just feel that so much. I feel that when I feel the, the, the access to vision, you know, I think it's quite important, especially when the time is so mutable, that we continue to hold as we leave a thing behind, as we leave the spring season behind. We can't go back. As we leave spring season behind, when we as we embark upon Gemini New Moon season, uh, you know that that it's it's you can't get any closer together, the end and the beginning, right there in these mutable times of the year, okay? And so we got these cards representing this mutable energy in our present and in our future. One shows us accepting the gift in the Ace of Wands and then the very in, in, in the present position. And in the very next position, in the future position, we have one showing that as a result of our opening up to the change, opening up to the necessary adjustments that are needing to be made, opening up to the necessary endings that are needing to be made, and uh, and opening up to necessarily the new beginnings, then we get to embody what these wands mean. We get to embody the courage and the confidence and the enthusiasm, um, the the new lease on life, so much so that we are, we've accepted the gift, now we're embodying the gift. We're full of fire. We're full of confidence. We're full of independence. We're full of goal orientation to set a goal and not hold back in achieving it, okay? The Queen of Wands, she's not really, she sees it and she goes for it. 
she sees it and she goes for it. She puts her fire to good use. She's self-assured and confident, and it's attractive, and, and it looks attractive on her, um, and, and she's energetic. She's wholehearted, okay? She's passionate. She's doing these. Uh, she's opening up to, boldly opening up to her new self. This is, uh, the, I told y'all, the, the, the overall spread for everybody is a commitment to a bold new you, and she's fully open to what that looks like, what that feels like, how, what, how that moves, you know, how being open and committed to a bold new her, what that looks like in, in her actions that she takes, okay, and in and, 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 and what she's building. We're bringing, so this isn't just philosophical, this isn't just pie in the sky, um, this is grounding it out, and that's what I love. Um, a little bit of the astrology. I know I'm I'm getting to the cards. I just don't want to leave y'all hanging for the week ahead, and y'all just have to excuse my little computer because it doesn't want me to shift through these windows and screens too fast. So that's fine. We're still in a Taurus new moon. That's why I'm saying that fear always does stuff like this, so I can <laughs> show y'all with no confusion what this looks like. The fact that that's why it's critical to know astrology and not just, oh, it's Gemini season. Oh, you know, Gemini season, whoop, whoop. Okay, that's fine. That's great. We're not going to take nothing from Gemini. Oh, it shut me down. Nobody got time. Okay. Fine. It's Gemini season, but those that know, especially those that know what time it is astrologically as we're following these lunar cycles, what cycle is the moon in? We are still in a Taurus new moon phase through June the 13th. And what that means is King of Pentacles. It's the Taurus card that Spirit gave me in the past position. That shows you Two and a half, three weeks ago, we had a Taurus new moon that we're still under that season through June the 13th. So y'all keep that in mind when everybody around you is hollering, oh, but it's Gemini season, and you know, oh, but guess what, boop, (laughs) it's still Taurus new moon season as well. So that energy has a governance. That energy is governing right now, and we need to keep that in mind. Even though, yes, we're under a full moon in Sagittarius, that falls inside of or underneath this umbrella, larger umbrella of the Taurus new moon cycle where we had Uranus enter Taurus literally on the same day coloring this cycle. So the energy of Uranus has been real strong. That's why it's important for us to stay open to accepting and receiving these gifts, these mental gifts, these, you know, verbal gifts, these messages, as well as these energetic gifts. I've received an energetic gift this particular season and needed it because I haven't, I, I, the energy I have, physical energy especially that I've had accessible to me, I've tapped out. That's why the show hadn't, I hadn't broadcasted. What, oh, what? When you run, when your car runs out of gas, <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> so I'm, I've been accepting, you know, uh, I've been having to open myself up to accept accept these gifts as well. 
Um, I, I opened up to accepting, you know, the gift of, of these messages when I pulled these cards for y'all, this, this uh, particular special horoscope broadcast to help get us through the, these final 10 days of this Taurus new moon cycle and the full moon and Sagittarius cycle as well. And clearly and boldly, you know, here in the future position is this Sag card. And here I am, your Sagittarius world healer. At the bottom of the deck for the main spread for everybody, we got the Six of Cups. Okay, so um, considering that's why I'm, I'm sensing a strong connection to bridging the gap between cycles that we're leaving and cycles that we're walking into, um, you know, a mutable time really does take into account both. Okay, we're taking into account the fact that we're just now coming out of a fixed season. Taurus is a fixed sign. That's when you're the most sturdy and stable and determined. And now the the very next energy is time to change again already. We're just now getting settled in. So it's very critical. Um, I think the Six of Cups definitely, especially as it speaks with things that are familiar to us when you're talking about the Six of Cups, when, you, when you're talking about um, your childhood, your your inner child, um, that these parts of you, so taking even taking your inner child with you. I love the full moon in Sagittarius. Sagittarius energy is, is more, you know, lighthearted. It's passionate now and it's bold. But it's just like this Queen of Wands. It's cheerful and it's wholehearted and it's attractive. But it's so attractive because of that. It you know it doesn't hold back because it's passionate, but it's 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 not uh, it's not a low vibration. This it's the very energy of higher vibrations. Sagittarius is it's the, it's the sign of higher energy, of optimistic energy, of jovial energy. Okay, and play. Uh, there's a sense of playfulness. I know that's mostly Leo, but there's a sense of playfulness when you're talking about Sagittarius and even sports and games. Okay, so keep that in mind as well. And now I'm just going to roll right into the individual signs. For each sign, you guys, um, I have a breakdown of um, just like in the main spread. I just have a, um, a message, an overarching message that Spirit gave me as I looked at the cards. I pulled a main card for everybody, and then I, um, I flipped the bottom of the deck over. That's two cards already. And then I pulled a supporting card on that. So every sign has three cards, um, and, and, and I took those three cards and interpreted an overall message. And if Spirit gives me while we're on the air any additional message, I'll deliver those to you. Uh, but I wanted to write down just the main message for every sign uh, ahead of time to help me make certain that I get through all the signs. I know you all um, like it when you get to hear you don't have to wait for a second episode for me to fit it all in, and so I, I wanted to make sure I got, got that done for y'all this time around. I'm just, I'm always endeavoring to improve um, my abilities as a broadcaster since you know this is all new to me. I've only been doing it a few years. <laughs> so before we jump in, I see that we have caller from the three three four with their hand raised, and I'd like to say hi. Calling from 334, you're live and on the air with your world healer. Peace. Who's calling? 
My name is Kira. Um, are you doing a reading? Any readings tonight? Hi, Hi Kira. Um, I am doing Hi. a special horoscope episode. What's your sign? Taurus. Of course you're a Taurus. Yes, I was just talking about the fact that we're still inside of this Taurus Newman season for like the next 10 days. And so the uh, Taurus energy is obviously still strong enough that you we even attracted you today. Thank you so much for calling in, Kira. Um, I might as well just start out with the Taurus sign. I was going to start out with Sag, but, you know, just like I was saying earlier, Taurus still has something to say. So I would love to go ahead and do the Taurus reading with you. Um, and you can take this personally for you uh, if if we would have waited until I did it in order. That's what I would hope any Taurus listener, any uh, sun, Taurus rising, Taurus moon would do anyway. And interestingly enough, uh, a lot of Taurus, I've been talking to a lot of Taurus moon women lately, and the energy has been strong and beautiful. Y'all got the... Oh, do you happen to know your rising sign, too? No. Don't you have to have a natal chart to get all of that or? Uh, date of birth. Uh, even if you if you look on an ephemeris, it's uh, spelled E-P-H-E-M-E-R-I-S, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you can look at that for the date that you were born. More than likely, it was the moon was only in one sign that day, so you can at least add that to your repertoire if you don't happen to okay. have your date of birth. You would need your date of birth to know your rising sign, but you just uh, tend, typically need to know the day you were born for the moon sign. But we'll just go with your sun sign. That's perfectly fine. That still is addressing a very significant aspect of you and everybody else where your will is concerned, what you will and won't do, uh, what, where your wants are addressed. So whatever I'm mentioning to you or anybody else out there whose son is in Taurus, you can look at it that way. It's a more external energy. So whereas the moon, if we were talking about your natal moon being in Taurus, we would be talking more about what's going on inside of you with your emotions internally, how you feel, uh, addressing it from the standpoint of your son is more external. Uh, it shows more of how you would express yourself outwardly so that others can see or what is being expressed outwardly through others that is impacting or affecting you. Y'all's overall card is the Eight of Swords. Whenever I see this card, I see that we're talking about the next 10 days here. We're talking about wrapping up for a season, but right before we embark upon Gemini New Moon season, and y'all got the Jupiter and Gemini card. So y'all could be feeling, and maybe it's because all this mutable, all this Gemini energy is already so prevalent. Um, you know, Taurus may subconsciously be feeling edged out like, dang, you know, it's like the Kanye moment with Taylor Swift, like, you know, I'm going to let you finish Taurus New Moon season, but Gemini, of course, Gemini <laughs> always got something to say. And then y'all literally got the Jupiter in Gemini card. So Gemini probably, y'all feel like Gemini got too much to say. But when the main, uh, what was my main message for you guys? It was, it, tra- it is transforming by concentrating your effort or attention in two directions. I I love that I've been really prepping y'all for this the whole time I've been talking on this uh, particular broadcast already as we're talking about bridging all this mutable energy, bridging what we're walking away from 
to what we're walking into, and that's what you're doing, transforming by concentrating your effort and attention, number one, towards your passion as, as, as you are simultaneously concentrating your effort and attention away from negativity or unhappiness. And so the Eight of Swords really talks about that necessary attitude adjustment where you, in an instant, any instant you choose, you can decide, you know what, I know that all this energy is already on this Gemini frequency and all this stuff, but it, the new moon is still in Taurus for the last 10 days. And I can focus and concentrate on, yes, what, sorry about that, uh, what, we're ha- what I'm walking away from as I focus even more passionately, these these wands that came up in the general spread for everybody, more that's the passion towards the new things. So the eight, eight of swords is just a reminder that you have all the access to any mental energy you need to decide at any time that today is the day that I'm passionately putting more energy and effort into my passionate new beginning than I am any negativity or unhappiness from the past. And then as a the underneath the deck card for y'all is the eight of cups of walking away from mm-hmm. that unhappiness, end, ending cycles, your heart no longer being in a thing, um, being able to access and find the deeper meaning in what you're moving away from and what you're walking towards. And the thing I really love about this eight of cups card is the unexpected gift, the unexpected visit when you just finally decide I'm I'm walking away from anything that makes me unhappy. Uh, mm-hmm. that typically, well, typically what we don't see is that there are benefits from that. We're so busy focused on the sadness of what we don't um, get to access anymore that, we, that that's where the unexpected quality of what we're walking toward comes into play. And then y'all got as the supporting card for even that, the three of pentacles, which shows you really grounding it out. I love that, um, to, for, especially for Taurus, um, because for y'all it needs to kind of make sense in a real physical way. And so this shows you, like I said, putting that effort, the physical effort, this is the three of um, pentacles is a card of effort paying off. It's the Mars and Capricorn card where Mars is exalted there in Capricorn. So that's the best way to utilize this energy I'm talking about towards your passion, um, using it in a concentrated way, a focused way, persistent. Once again, this commitment that even in the overall spread is showing up again here for y'all specifically in this three of pentacles, this commitment to just stay in focus. The, mod, the um, affirmation for this Three of Pentacles card for all my Tauruses are, my will flows in a perfect stream of force. I'm going to put one foot in front of the other every day away from unhappiness. Hey, uh, every day is a step away from another step away from unhappiness and another step passionately towards my goal, passionately toward mastery in whatever area of my life I choose to develop mastery in. Um, And it's also the card of teamwork, the three of pentacles. So if you don't have to, if you're not in a particular season where you need to go it alone, you may just be walking away from a negative attitude and negative circumstances into a team team of workers that will help your dream to work. Okay, so that's what I got for you, Kira. 
Thank you so much for calling. You're very welcome. I'll put you back on hold so you can finish listening just in case you want to listen out for any more signs. Okay. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. All right, y'all. We're going to keep it flowing. I'll just get back right into um, the order I was taking. Um, I want to take you guys in. Y'all know that I don't go Aries to Pisces. I go in energetic order. And because we're in a full moon in Sagittarius seasons, I need all my mutables to listen up, okay? Um, for the Tauruses, before I get off Taurus, I hope Kira's still listening, um, the astrology for Taurus is this, y'all got two eight cards. I just told Kira y'all had the, y'all, the overall card is the eight of swords, and y'all had at the bottom of the deck the eight of cups. Y'all are having this full moon in Sagittarius in your eighth house. The eighth house is the house of intense and extreme emotions. That, that's why this eight of swords showed up. Talking about uh, on the lowest vibrations, inner turmoil. And pessimism, the very opposite of this Sagittarius optimistic energy, pessimism and temptation and feeling confused, restricted, powerless, stagnant, imprisoned. And sometimes that eighth house of astrology can feel like that. It is the house of death and rebirth. It is the house of endings and beginnings all in the same breath. That has been in the general energy I just broke that down for Kira about the general Taurus energy, and it's in your astrology, too. So this is a very um, critical time for you, Taurus. Uh, be really, be be sensitive to the time that you're in and the, the time of transition that you're in, but allow these pinnacles, allow these last 10 days in, in Taurus specifically, like this new moon season we're in right now could be in any sign Taurus is in your sign. We got 10 days left. Y'all got this three of pinnacles. That's all, all you need is three pinnacles when you're dealing with the Mars exalted in Capricorn card. All you need is using your time wisely. You, during this time of transition, this is a pivotal time for you guys. So whatever you, and I'm looking literally on a blanket I have on my bed, and it says walking, <laughs> and I was just about to say that. Whatever you are walking away from and whatever you are walking into, both of them are important. Both of them are critical and intense and extreme and sensitive and deep. And psychological, it matters how you end a thing, Taurus. It matters how you walk away from a thing because that is directly going to impact what you're walking into. You breaking up with somebody and you just reckless with it, you let them have it and you tell them, you know, everything that come across your low vibrational mind in that moment where you're feeling real low vibrational because you heard and it's a lot of emotions and feelings. If, if if you need to, say nothing. This eight of swords, and she got all them bandages wrapped around. If you need to, wrap something around that mouth. <laughs> we got the ace of swords in the overall position, y'all. We got the, we, the sword. We all have access to this sword right now, and I guess that's why Spirit wanted me to start out with Taurus, uh, the only other sign that had, besides Taurus, that has, a sword card in the actually it's two two of y'all two of us. Cancer has the Queen of Swords, 
And Aquarius has the nine of swords. As a matter of fact, Capricorn has the four of swords. So the fact that all those signs have swords and we have a sword in the overall position for our general reading, I'm telling y'all, watch your mind and watch your mouth because we have everything we need in this gift in our overall position, the ace, the gift of swords. We can do whatever we want with it. Uh, Taurus, you can be confused if you want to, or you can, you can like a, 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 a switch on a wall, you can flip it and change your mind from pessimism and feeling stagnant and negative and imprisoned and powerless and confused and in turmoil, and you can remember this Jupiter and Gemini card that says, you can let you you can you can flow out of and into whatever you need to or want to at any given time, and you got this gift of a sword to do it with. You have the gift of a green light to do it with. You got the green. We we all got the green light. This ace of swords is in the overall position for everybody that's governing these next ten days. We have the gift of a green light accessible to us. We have the gift of insight. Accessible. I think I said acceptable first. We have this gift of and that too. We have a gift of insight accessible to us and clarity and victory and the ability to cut through BS. This ain't. There's no need for confusion right now. And even though I was gonna mention to y'all this quarter moon in Pisces we got coming up, y'all know my little computer is trying to stick on me tonight. I can't click over fast enough. But we got uh. A quarter moon in Pisces in our week ahead, yes, on Wednesday uh, in the afternoon in the central time zone. So even more mutable energy uh, that we're embarking upon. Um, But this ace of swords that we all have accessible to us to the degree that we open up to that gift, this gift, uh, to cut through any BS. You can be look when the when we're when we're in that final week, as of Wednesday afternoon, one thirty two p.m. in the Central Time Zone, when the last quarter moon in Pisces at fifteen degrees hit. I love that it's in a. Uh, if y'all know anything about deacons, the the this fifteen degree mark is in the middle of the second deacon, so that's pretty fixed energy. I think that's interesting. Still, once again, Taurus energy is lingering, the fixed sign. Still has something to say, even in a mutable quarter moon in Pisces, okay? But even with the quarter moon in Pisces, even with in the coming week, uh, same day, earlier in the day, Wednesday, 9.07 a.m. Central, we got Mercury squaring Neptune in Pisces, Mercury in Gemini, Squaring Neptune in Pisces, last quarter moon, hours after that in Pisces. We got the sun the very next day, early, early rising, 1258 a.m. Central on Thursday, the 7th. The sun in Gemini squaring Neptune in Pisces. This is a lot of potential, y'all, in the week ahead for confusion. The Eight of Swords. You see how Spirit did that and had me? Talk to Kira and go ahead and get this Taurus reading out real quick and the bearing and the impact that this Eight of Swords potential for confusion 
energy, especially in our week ahead, that is encapsulated in these final 10 days that I'm doing an entire broadcast about? The potential for confusion and feeling powerless and restricted and stagnant and imprisoned and pessimistic and tempted, temptation is going to be high. Might be a little tempting, tempted by something or by someone in the week ahead. But we got this eight of ace of swords in the overall position so we can cut through any BS if we need to, when we need to. So we can be brave when it's required of us with our sword. We ain't got to be scared. We got a mind and we got a mouth that we can do something with, okay? This is the card of fortitude. It may be the card of a difficult ending. You may need to spice through some BS and cut through it so you can get to the justice, so you can get to the truth so you can get to the breakthrough, so you can get to the epiphany, so you can get to the victory, powerless and restricted when we got to we, – we sitting up there – I mean, have y'all ever looked at the Eight of Swords cards? Not nan, one of them swords is in that lady's flesh. She cool. And any of those uh, bindings – so-called binding uh, uh, wraps around her eyes and her arms and her legs, they so loose they falling off. And that's what it's showing you. you. Where you have all these swords, you only need one, first of all. That's the gift. That's the real gift, that you only need one. You only need one mouth. You only need one mind. <laughs> you, only need one, you only need one truth. You, need a, you may need a whole lot of lies, but you only need one truth. And the truth is that any time we can take one of those swords that's not even in us, that's sticking in the ground, and we can pull it out, and we can go, we can, just like I mentioned to Taurus, we can walk away from what doesn't serve us any longer, that doesn't, that isn't serving our happiness, that isn't serving a higher, a deeper, just like this card suggests, a deeper, it's not serving a deeper meaning. And so we have to walk away from it. There's no point in it anymore. There's no higher meaning. There's no beneficial. Jupiter is ruling this full moon in Sagittarius season, the great benefit. There's no great benefits coming from it either way. So we take, we pick up our sword and we walk. Like the scripts say, you know, where the, you would, they would take up their bed and walk. We pick up our sword and we walk. We take the bandage off our eyes and we walk. Ain't no chains on us. I love that. And I was going to start with, Sag, okay, Sag, <laughs> I know Sag is like, ah, 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 <laughs> you always start with the sign where the energy is, yes, I do, but, you know, that's, I show love to my callers, if you have, a, if you are bold enough, especially we got a queen of wands in, the, in this, governing this time frame, we have the ace of wands in our present position, you know, that's a message, spirit literally used Kira. So I could show you the this general pool for everybody embodied. We got a gift in the present position of the ace of wands. We are being gifted as we are being as we are being fired up and ready to go, or AKA ready to go. This is ace of wands is the card for Aries, Leo, and Sag. I got on this broadcast saying fire signs activate. And wasn't even thinking about this card when I said it, but it's in our present position governing right now for a reason. 
So those who are enthusiastic, those who are courageous, those who are confident, those who know that they are well able, those who are accepting accepting of a challenge, they look at a challenge like, oh, I, I got that. I can do that. I got that. Those who are willing to start over, this is the card of starting over. You need an ace of wands when it's time to start over, and we got it. We got that gift accessible to us and a passionate new beginning. These are all, There's an unexpected energy in this card as well for, like I say, a gift um, of quick uh, things moving fast as well potentially. So that's. That's what we needed to start off with, okay? So moving on to Sagittarius. Y'all are having this full moon, of course, in your sign. Um, And the overall card that you guys have is actually the fool. So it's like the fool is my wild card. If if I'm asking the cards a question and, and the fool comes up, it's like a wild card. You you can have whatever you like. Oh, as a matter of fact, my um my very succinct message for all of my Sagittarius is whatever you choose, make sure it supports you. You can have whatever you like, Sagittarius, just make sure that it supports you. You already got the full card in the overall position, which denotes kind of a wild card. It's like a uh, a uh, get out of jail free card. I don't. I'm really not sure how to explain it, but it's that card you can really do anything with. And then right behind it, at the bottom of the deck, y'all got the seven of cups. Another card of options. Okay, that's why the emphasis on this main message for y'all is: you can have whatever you choose. Uh, this is the seven of cups is a card of wishful thinking, dream fulfillment. Um, here when the Pisces quarter moon comes up, there's a heavy dream, dream life energy on that. Um, especially when all this mutable energy is present, you know, things are shifting and changing anyway. Why not just switch it up? If you want to, you can. And then we have the six of swords supporting that. So, um, Make sure, that's why I say make sure that it supports you because this Six of Swords shows mental support. It shows energetic and spiritual support, your spirit guides being with you and really moving on for the betterment, moving on and experiencing small improvements and changes as a result of moving on, moving on and things calming down as a result of you moving on, moving on and experiencing mental relief as a result of you moving on. So that's why I say whatever you do end up choosing, this Six of Swords at, at the uh, supporting this whole reading for you guys is a real good hint or clue as to if you're moving in the right direction. If it supports you, if it feels like relief, if it feels like a vacation or a staycation, if it feels like improvement, then it's probably the right one because that Seven of Cups card can be tricky. We started out, thank thank you, Sakura. We started out with this Eight of Swords being so prevalent, once again, where there's potential for confusion and all this stuff. But y'all got this. Y'all don't have the Eight of Swords. Y'all have the Six of Swords. So the emphasis here is a real big hint on whatever feels like, you know, moving away from the choppy waters into the calm waters, that 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 part, <laughs> that's that's the part right there for y'all. All right, I'm gonna keep it moving. I want to make sure to get in in all these signs. Y'all know 
if I started out with Sagittarius, a mutable sign, then the the emphasis, the heavy emphasis is on the other mutable signs as well, Pisces, um, Gemini, and Virgo, okay? So Pisces next. Um, Pisces, for you, y'all have the page of pentacles. <laughs> so there's an emphasis for you, Pisces, as well, um, still in this time of Taurus, in this time of, of pentacles, this time of earth energy. And y'all's overall succinct me- uh, message is that it's practical for your progress, Pisces, <laughs> Pisces, it's practical for your progress to disassociate with those who could tarnish your reputation for your status. It's practical for your potential as well as for your progress, Pisces, to disassociate with those who could tarnish your reputation. Move on, I put. There's a message. There's a strong message there. The Page of Pentacles shows you embodying the practicality. Y'all got at the bottom of your deck the nine of swords, the same nine of swords that Aquarius got in their overall position, and y'all also got the six of swords um, at the um, supporting that. So the emphasis is definitely on the nine of swords, even though the page of pentacles is the energy you're embodying. That's why the emphasis is on you guys, Pisces, being practical, that's not necessarily the com- something that comes natural to Pisces. Pisces is a mutable sign. That's why we're doing Sagittarius, Pisces, Gemini, and Virgo first. And to know mutable sign is is practical energy very com- comes natural to them, okay? But we all got this king of pinnacles in the main spread for everybody. So this is where we're reminded no matter what your sign modality is, um, is to be slow, slow to anger, okay? There's a, there's a be steady with the King of Pentacles for everybody. The, I put an emphasis in the, in the main message to, for commitment. So for you, for you, Pisces, it's definitely showing you being committed to being practical, that's going to help you easy, more easily determine, distinguish, delineate, differentiate between those that you have been associating with who could tarnish your reputation, those um, whose energy is quote-unquote dirty. The Nine of Swords says don't engage with dirty energy. The Nine of Swords says it's better for you to cope alone than to associate with the dirty ones, the ones that are with this Six of Swords um, at, at supporting your other two cards, engaging with those who keep the water stirred up. The waters are our are, are emotions. People that constantly keeping your, you, you can't really be at peace around them. You can't really just say when you're around them or dealing with them that you're okay. The Nine of Swords, um, you know, a, the, a heavy energy with this card is, I'm okay. Like, if you can say you're okay, you're doing good with this nine of swords. But uh, when you're not doing okay, when you're, as if you choose to continue, especially during this time of change and mutability, and you just want to be stubborn and don't want to let go of people that you know carry dirty energy and you know them by their fruit. They ain't got nothing but dirty, stinking, rotted 
fruit. It's not, we got this ace of swords in our overall position. You're real clear <laughs> on who's carrying the dirty energy, uh, Pisces. If you don't uh, disassociate from them, the nine of swords promises anguish. The nine of swords promises worry. The nine of swords promises illness and accidents and you being at a, a, a personal low. So I and and being anxious, okay, and unhealthy, especially mentally. This is a Mars and Gemini card. So the motto, the affirmation here, um, Pisces, is that love dissolves cruelty and fills the world with beauty. It'll be love for yourself and the practical, realistic, patient, diligent, okay, integrity, admirable parts of you, it'll be your attention to those parts of you that keep you protected from dirty energy, especially in these last 10 days. Okay, Pisces? Gemini, speaking of Mars and Gemini, Gemini. <laughs> um, and and y'all, before I get to Gemini, Pisces, y'all, the astrology for you guys is the 10th house, okay, of progress. That's what I'm saying. And of status and of reputation. So that's why I'm saying what you choose, even in these final 10 days, Pisces, the energy you choose to engage with even in these final 10 days is going to be so critical to your reputation. It can bring down your reputation to continue to associate with particular people. You know who those are. I can let that go and move on to Gemini. Um, we got this Ace of Swords. We got access to clarity. You know. Gemini, um, y'all succinct message is that disciplining yourself to stay too thankful. Come on. <laughs> I thought of something else, sorry. Disciplining yourself, Gemini, to stay too thankful to be in calmer waters. You're so thankful that you are in calmer waters. Hint, hint, y'all got the Six of Swords as a supporting card too. You're too thankful to be in calmer waters, Gemini, to be to be pulled back into a problem. you Be the leader you need, Gemini. Be the leader you need. Sow a seed. Sow a seed of thankfulness. You got uh, the, your overall card is the nine of pentacles, okay? <laughs> I wonder if y'all can hear these beats that keep going off in my phone. I refuse to be distracted, okay? I know, that's a, a message to y'all, mutable energy, uh, all this energy of change, and uh, that, and it's going to be thick for a while, okay? So, it, and it's here already. Like I said, the sun's already in Gemini. Mercury's already in Gemini. Uh, and there's going to be plenty when the seasons are changing, when it, when change is heavy and thick in the atmosphere like it is right now, there's going to be plenty to distract you from. Gemini is the sign of variety, okay? Gemini is the sign of playfulness and of school-age children. So, you know, think of a school-age child. How easy is it for them to flip? This is the energy of flirting, you know. How easy is it to flip from one subject to another, one topic to another, one place to another? So um, for those of you so far, Pisces and now Gemini, that have these, uh, just like in all of us in the general spread, access to these pinnacles, this earth energy, this grounding energy, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to keep us um, 
so we don't just, you know, flit away. <laughs> um, so at, with the Nine of Pentacles as your overall card, Gemini, that's the, what did y'all get? Okay, yeah, Six of Swords at the bottom. Um, that's the, the stability. That's what's going to keep you from getting pulled back in. Um, sorry, y'all. See? Look at that. Distracted. Usually I do pretty good. And it popped out. I put I put that by y'all's card. I only had two more pop-outs, and y'all is the first one that had a pop-out card, um, Gemini. You guys' astrology is in the seventh house. So that's definitely dealing with others in your life. There's an emphasis. First house is the house of self. Seventh house is the house of others. And so Gemini, during this Sagittarius season, because Gemini is directly opposite from you, that shows partnership energy, the energy of others in your life. Um, The nine of pentacles as an overall card really puts the emphasis right back on you. So during this time, you may find the emphasis needing to be placed there in order for you not to get out of balance, for order, in order for you not to get pulled back in. Uh, y'all have the seven of wands at the bottom of your deck, and that shows you standing firm, standing on your convictions, standing on your principles, defiantly so, aggressively so, if need be. And so there's the wisdom for you guys to be the leader, be the leader that you need. So a seed. You're going to um, impact partnerships and your your connections, your um, interactions with others in your life, uh, Gemini, to the degree that you Stand firm and and be about something yourself. You be the change. You be the leader, um, especially being the change when it comes to making certain that you stand firm in your position as having or currently still moving away from the uh, raging waters and into the much calmer waters. Y'all did get this same six of swords. Uh, as a supporting card to your other two cards. And the Nine of Pentacles, I just think, shows y'all really continuing to rely on yourselves in these final 10 days of this particular season that we're in, Um, continuing to discipline yourselves and discipline your resources so much so that you're being continuing to be resourceful and being so resourceful that you're continuing to flourish, you're continuing to enjoy uh, comfort and uh, freedom and travel and potential change of residence, potential new business opportunities, okay? And the motto for you guys with this beautiful nine of pentacles is that I open myself to life's bounty with gratitude. You are not stuck, Gemini, with any other that would pull you back. If somebody's trying, if you're not naturally, the very look at the title of this show, this broadcast. If if people are not naturally flowing into your life, if you're not naturally emphasis on natural, emphasis on flow. If it's a problem, if you're feeling pulled, if you're feeling pulled back, especially if you're feeling pulled forward, we can kind of look at that at a different angle. But if you're feeling pulled back, that's a hint that it's a problem, okay, and you're moving along with um, your your other mutable signs. Pisces and Sagittarius have the same supporting card. If you're not moving into calmer waters, that's a hint 
especially as it relates to other people in your life. They will help you see that very clearly. All right. And that should help also as it relates to the Gemini to new people in your life. Um, we all got these aces that we're continuing with potential gifts when it comes to communicating with new people, um, potential gifts when it comes to enjoying um, someone else's energy. Um, if, if, if they're not feeling like a vacation, <laughs> that's a hint. If they're feeling more like a problem than a vacation, that's a hint. I'll wrap it up. For my mutable signs, I have more signs to go. Don't don't be alarmed. But wrapping up these the first four main energies and signs, wherever you have Sagittarius, Pisces, Gemini, Virgo in your chart, you you may be a fixed sign. You may be a Leo. You may be a cardinal sign. You may be a Libra. But if you have you can if you have three or more planets. In a mutable sign, you going this. What I'm telling all the mutables are going to resonate with you. And I even spirit was showing out this particular full moon. It's in Sag, and y'all know I'm super Saggy, so that's probably why. But I even broke down general messages for the different sections of signs. So for the mutable signs, the message I got for you for Sag, Pisces, Gemini, and Virgo is to stay grounded amidst new beginnings and difficult endings. And that's why I had to talk to Kira first, because the Taurus reading itself almost embodied a lot of that uh, energy as well. Stay grounded, Taurus, Taurus new moon season that we're wrapping up, wrapping up difficult endings. And if you having any kind of ending, you are necessarily about to embark on some new beginnings simultaneously. So for all my mutables, stay grounded amidst all this mutable, all this shifting, changing, mutable, your energy, this page of pentacles energy that shows us um, the mutable signs being realistic, you know, checking in, you know, does it make common sense? And then checking in with the Nine of Pentacles energy as well. Am I relying on anybody other than myself for what I need to wrap up these difficult endings and start these new beginnings? Okay, so last um, of the mutables is Virgo. Virgo, y'all got the... Y'all got the seven of wands as y'all's overall card, so y'all know y'all need to stay look, stay grounded, stay, stand firm, <laughs> stay in your conviction, whatever. Oh, the message, the overall succinct message that I got for Virgo is to explore your mental resolve courageously, and in so resolving, Virgo, resolve to remain just as you your goal in mind, to remain just, okay, to remain just as you keep your goal in mind. And I say remain just because uh, at the bottom of the deck, y'all got the King of Swords, which which is another card of justice. We already got one card of justice, Virgo, with the Ace of Swords in the overall position for everybody. So we're all dealing and contending with a sense of justice and a need for us to be just even with our own selves. It would be unjust. For us to get a gift of the Ace of Swords and the Ace of Wands for everybody, it would be unjust for us to get these beautiful, powerful gifts to have a sword in your hand, in your possession, in your repertoire, in your bag. 
and to have an ace of wands, a magical wand in your bag, it would be unjust for us to be given these gifts and not future card queen of wands boldly, wholeheartedly, energetically, self-assuredly, confidently, not holding anything back. It would be unjust for us to not use these gifts to move forward boldly and passionately. Let our six of cups at the bottom of the deck for everybody. Let our inner child come out and play. Damn it, we deserve it. It's the simple things with the six of cups. It's the simple joys that are the healing gifts with the six of cups. I love that this is a sun and Scorpio card because Scorpio can go so deep, but six of cups suggests that it can feel so good. This is a card of innocence and contentment. With the two of uh, swords right underneath it at the bottom of the deck, corroborating this ace of swords in the overall position, it's a choice. We can choose to be on some six of cups could be an X. It could be some old stuff trying to pull us back, hold us back. Or we can make the choice that we're going to take what we what actually adds to our happiness and serves us. We can take that part of the past with us and leave the rest. We got the Ace of Swords to trim the fat and cut through the BS. We don't have to take everything. We can trim the fat and only take what we need, what serves us, what supports us. So for my Virgos, uh, that, that justice carries over. And and it carries over with this main card showing you being the leader. I love that because the king corroborates the maturity that it takes. Uh, even the three of wands that y'all supporting card, Virgo, it's the, the speaking of maturity, king, speaking of maturity, leader, this is the three of wands shows growth. The, the the three of wands shows the ability to see the big picture in this full moon in Sagittarius season. Sagittarius is the sign of seeing the big picture. I love that this three of wands corroborates in the main spread, the ace of wands and the queen of wands. And similar to the queen of wands, this is another Aries card that really has a lot of Sagittarius keywords, you know, embodying it for this Sagittarius time, Virgo. Exploration. Okay, foresight. I already told y'all the Queen of Wands is a seer, seeing the big picture with the Three of Wands, looking to the future. And so you keep showing up. What was it again, um, Virgo? Explore your mental resolve courageously. The King of Swords is the king of the mind and the mouth. So much so that you show up as a leader with the Seven of Wands, being the change, resolving to remain just resolving to remain articulate, <clears throat> resolving to continue to access common sense, resolving to remain ethical, resolving to remain quiet, resolving to speak your truth, resolving to remain mentally disciplined, Virgo, as you keep your goal in mind, as you continue to see the big picture, as you keep your eye on the prize, as you keep your vision before you of where where you're headed. We all got the Queen of Wands in the future position. That means we are headed towards our goals and we ain't holding back. That's what you got, Virgo. For my 
the fellow fire signs to Sagittarius, since we're having a full moon in Sagittarius, and I got on here saying fire signs activate, and we got the fire card in the present position for everybody, what y'all think, especially when I tell all the mutables that their overall message is to stay grounded amidst all these changes, and then the fire signs activate, and they all get more of these grounding cards. Aries, y'all got the Four of Pentacles, Earth Energy, grounding energy. And Leo, y'all got the Five of Pentacles, Earth Energy, grounding energy. Y'all's overall message, um, fellow fire signs, Aries and Leo, is trusting yourself to remain steady through change. I love it. And we start off with Aries. Your particular message, Aries, is to maintain healthy boundaries as you fly fearlessly into new territory, bravely maintaining healthy boundaries. It takes bravery to maintain healthy boundaries sometimes, especially when when you got uh, the bottom of the deck, Aries, is the fool card. (laughs) And you want to act a fool with it. And your supporting card is the ace of swords as well. And you may want to act a fool with somebody. (laughs) But the wisdom for you here is to bravely, instead of the bravery coming into play when you, you know, well, I wasn't scared and I went slap off on her or I wasn't scared and I I, I read her for filth, you know, that's not showing your bravery at this particular time, Aries. Showing your bravery is your bravery is in your maintain choosing to maintain healthy boundaries. We know it's a choice because you got the ace of swords at the bottom of the deck. So you can do what you want with that sword. Yeah, you can you can trim the fat or you can slice somebody right on up into thirty million pieces with that mouth, okay? Or even with your mind and your thoughts. So even bravely maintaining healthy boundaries starting in the thought realm is going to uh, really help you in the in the overall message for both um, all the fire signs, which is trusting yourself to remain steady through change. That's going to help you remain steady through all these this mutable energy is maintaining healthy boundaries. You can't in a time of of, of heavy change, you know, and you can't pin anything down. We got a quarter moon in Pisces coming up this last week of the season. And you're going to be feeling like you can't, we're going to have Mercury squaring Neptune, immutable energy, Sun squaring Neptune, immutable energy. <laughs> Quarter moon in Pisces, like, come on, you try to pin something down with somebody if you want to, good luck. And so even amidst that, you can remain steady, Aries, to the degree that you maintain healthy boundaries, okay, and, and continue to um and to continue to, uh, as you fly fearlessly into unknown territory. So just like your sad sisters got the full car, sad brothers and sisters, and then you're being supported with this Ace of Swords, uh, yeah, that's going to hold you up. It's going to make you feel secure, um, Aries. Uh, keeping to yourself, you know, is a good idea. Like I say, the healthy boundaries, uh, the Four of Pentacles shows you keeping to yourself and focusing on stability and security in your life, however that manifests, whether you're in school, whether you, whatever you're working towards, uh, whatever wealth you're working towards, whatever financial upswings you're working towards, that's going to help you. These are pinnacles here. There are four pinnacles. So um, keeping your mind on your coins is going to help. 
that's going to help you maintain healthy boundaries because, you know, people get real protective about their possessions. And uh, that's what I have for you, Aries. Your astrology is that, see, you're having a Sag full moon in your Sagittarius ninth house. And so Sagittarius is the sign of no of no boundaries. And then you're having a Sag full moon in a Sag house. So that's no boundaries on top of no boundaries. So Spirit thought they would swoop in real quick in these final 10 days of this season and remind you that that's where your energy, your bravery, these ace of the ace of wands in our main spread and the, in the present position and the queen of wands in the future position of the main spread, uh, you know, that's you too. That's Sag, but that's air. That's all the all of us fire signs. So that's that's you guys as well. Uh, and the healthy boundaries allows you. That's the beautiful thing about it. it's coming from. Take it from a super Sag. I know I've had to learn this lesson uh, <laughs> myself. And like I said, especially Sagittarius, a sign of no boundaries, a sign of you know. Uh, going higher and going further and new experiences and expansion, uh, that boundaries are necessary and healthy boundaries are necessary because at least when you have that healthy boundary, you can keep out what doesn't need to be in with you and you can keep in what you don't want out or doesn't need to be out, okay? So you can kind of think of it in those terms, moving right along, Leo, Leo, you're experiencing the Sag full moon in your own house, in your fifth house of Leo. So this, you're really feeling probably real activated. My North Node is here in Leo, and I know, baby, my North Node has been popping. <laughs> my destiny has been popping. Um, but y'all got the five of pentacles. Uh, so even more fives, Leo, y'all are the fifth sign. Y'all are having a full moon in Sag in the fifth house. <laughs> And y'all got the Five of Pentacles as your overall card. Y'all's overall message is a commitment to creatively, that's y'all's key word right there, Leo, creatively, come on, a commitment to creatively build stability, security, or save school education. Like I said, whatever form that um, building or stability takes on for you, it could be work, it could be job, it could be school. Um but a commitment to creatively build those things even amidst or through constant changes. Once again, trusting yourself to remain steady through change. Leo, for you, the emphasis is on not being discouraged. I know, I know. Y'all, all this fifth house energy, fifth sign, the five of pentacles. And then for uh, the bottom of the deck card, y'all got another five, five of wands. <laughs> And I said, okay, that makes sense. I can see how they can feel frustrated. You got the five of wands, this pent-up energy, and your overall card is the five of pentacles, which it is, it can be it can feel like hard times, Leo. It can feel like slow progress. It can feel like ill health. I know some Leos dealing with the ill health aspect of it. It can feel like having to give up everything. It can feel like a rejection, Leo. But I'm here to tell you that the Five of Pentacles is also hunger, hungry, okay? And when you're feeling left out in the cold and hungry, that's when you're real motivated. That's when this Five of Pentacles really, uh, Five of Wands really kicks in and you get a, you get real assertive. You're like, no, I'm going to eat today, goddammit. 
I'm not going to sleep out here in the cold tonight. I'm going to use this pent-up energy, this, this potential for frustrated energy, but I'm going to turn it on its head. Five of Wands is the Saturn and Leo card. That's you learning a lesson. That's why you got the Five of Pentacles of Hard Times. And then at the bottom of the deck, uh, the supporting card, y'all actually got the Four of Pentacles. Once again, these healthy boundaries. And I see these healthy boundaries really being in your energy. Um, Yeah, because I wanted to say don't hold yourself back. And the message I had got for you guys is to stay committed to creatively building. Slow progress better than no progress, Leo. Don't let that discourage you because it's slow. It's been a Taurus new moon season for everybody. We got everybody got the king of pentacles in the past position. We already know that there's the slow energy of earth, the slow energy that comes when you are um, being encouraged to remain committed See, the overall message for everybody was the commitment to a bold new you. There's a new you that's being uh, birthed through all of this. Uh, since I'm not doing major arcana, my fives and my tens are my major cards, Leo, and, and two out of three of y'all's cards is five. That's major. So you did something major is going on, whether it looks like it right now or not. Don't let the Taurus energy fool you. Don't let Earth energy fool you. Don't let Pentacle energy fool you. Two out of three of your cards is Pentacle, and it may feel like it, you're you're having to give up everything, but stay hungry. Stay hungry. Give yourself. Stay committed to giving yourself a constructive, productive outlet for the 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 passion that that is pumping and flowing through you. Fifth house is a very passionate, open-hearted, generous, playful, fun, enjoyable area of space. Don't waste it. Even this last 10 days, don't waste it uh, thinking that delay is denial because it's not. All right? Moving on to cancer. Oh, Cancer. Y'all, don't let my my computer freeze up on me. That will be. We just don't keep going. Thank God I wrote it all down on paper. So, I, hey, God, we doing backups over here. We're not going to let Uranus and Taurus <laughs> manifest low vibrationally. We're going to stay on top of it all. Taurus is earth energy. It's such an earthy thing to do, to write stuff down with a pen and paper. Who does that anymore? But it comes in handy when you're in this technology is uh, un- unpredictable. Hey, baby, this pen and paper is tried and true. You hear me? That, that's more of this message for everybody, this grounding, pentacle, earthy commitment, commitment. I'm so committed to getting y'all these messages. <laughs> My computer doing all kinds of stuff right now. Thank God I'm so committed to getting out these messages that I wrote it down. So, Cancer, y'all are the second card that I had pop out. Okay, y'all got the y'all had y'all have more swords, the Queen of Swords. Uh, y'all had the Six of Cups, which is that bottom of the deck card for everybody, and y'all have the Ten of Swords supporting those two. And my succinct, oh, for all of my water signs, especially for Cancer and Scorpio, the message is relying on your mental fortitude 
to remain practical about your harvest. Full moons are harvest times. I love, oh, y'all know I'm super saggy. So this Sagittarius full moon was magically delicious. Still has been, still is, and I'm I'm milking it even in the last 10 days. I want all, all 14 days. I want all. And so this full moons are about harvest. They're about manifestation. They're about something being fully illuminated to you, uh, just like the farmers who actually, you know, went by the lunar activities. Okay, whatever came up, you harvest it. You pick it, you pull it, you put it in your little bucket, and, you know, you you get ready. You, while the moon is waning like it is now, it, it was exactly full on the 29th, and every night since you look out at the sky, you can see you see just a little bit less and less and less and less and less of it until we get to June the 13th when it is absolutely new again in the sign of Gemini, okay? That Taurus, right after Taurus, is Gemini. So uh, that's harvest, and that you can correlate that to this message for all my water signs, relying on your mental fortitude to remain practical about your harvest. Uh, when harvest time does come in, that could take on a, a whole lot of different meanings for a whole lot of different people, especially in this time of Taurus where money and love has been prevalent in the Venus Taurus energy. Uh, you could have, have had some manifestations in some of these areas in your life. And so there's a need, water signs, to remain mentally disciplined and 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 have have relying on your mental fortitude to remain this ground the same grounded steady committed energy I've been talking about to everybody this whole time it's going to take you relying on your mental fortitude to to remain that way okay you need all your mental faculties and as I'm about to show you cancer with this queen of swords part that energy is prevalent 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 um, even as your harvest is coming in, don't don't win the lotto and lose your mind, or you're gonna be like these people on these YouTube <laughs> clips where people have won the lottery, lost their damn mind, or never really had their mind to begin with, and won the lottery, and then it just showed because money's just an amplifier. It just magnifies the fact that you ain't in your right frame of mind. So this Queen of Swords for Cancer, y'all succinct message is cutting off the past, contentedly cutting off the past. So you being happy about it, okay? You're not dragging your feet. You are contentedly cutting off the past, and that is good for your health so that you can accept the new wave. Yes. Okay, that's why y'all Queen of Swords is the overall card for y'all Cancer because it shows y'all being willing to be self-reliant and independent and self-disciplined and professional and mature and your willingness to make a different decision. This is a very mature energy because it shows you being experienced and honest and witty and astute, speaking up, speaking out if necessary um, or not, because this is also the card of the Ice Queen. So, you know, that may, cutting off the past is good for your health, you may need to ice somebody out, Cancer. You may need to ice somebody out and be contented about it. Contentedly cutting off the past is good for your health. So you can accept the new wave. Y'all also have, well, you got the Ten of Swords supporting the whole thing. So that's how I know it's probably cutting somebody out, icing somebody out, because the Ten of Swords is accepting the death 
of a relationship. The uh, Oh, gosh, I know a cancer who actually is dealing with death, so let me be sensitive to that if you are dealing with, yep, because y'all got this Six of Cups card too, and that's the childhood, the familiarity, um, the innocence. And so, you know, I, I just, th- that came over me suddenly, cancer, if you're dealing with the actual death and having to accept that, ten of swords, accept the death of somebody, um, my sincere condolences for sure. And I see this even even with one of the cancers I was talking to about the death in the family, a really close friend of the family that they're dealing with, um, this conversation even turned that way with them where it's this contentedness. It's not like it's contentedness because, you remember you you can remember you can keep like I was even saying earlier you can take with you what supports you we can take with us what is necessary and vital for us to feel supported and comforted and guided and so um that this this is the whether you brought somebody or not um, if you haven't, this just absolutely shows you being willing to trim the fat, being willing to move on, being willing to break down so you can break through, being willing to bottom out, being willing to accept the darkness, the darkest darkness that comes right before the dawn. Right before the dawn breaks is the darkest. But if you're willing to accept that, especially with the Six of Cups at the bottom of y'all's deck, if you're willing to accept that and, and even the simple joy that can be found in that, there's a time and season for everything. And so even though there's a time to mourn, there's a time to accept loss in our life, there's a time to move on, even we will transition one day, and there's a time to accept that, uh, even in accepting that and so accepting that, we can... we can experience even more. I love that. The Queen of Swords is very experienced, and she's even experienced when it comes to death and dying and rebirth and transitioning and saying goodbye. The Ten of Swords is the card of saying goodbye. It it can be the card of worry, but it can be the card of just accepting the end of a thing and saying goodbye, and that making it easier, our acceptance making it easier to be contented amidst moving on, to be contented contented amidst releasing the past, whether we want to or not. This card, the Queen of Swords, did pop out, so that's just a clear message. Y'all's astrology is the sixth house, uh, an immutable house, um, cancer, and a, a house of work and health, a house of your daily lifestyle. Okay, so make it, and especially in these last 10 days, y'all got a 10 card, okay, hello, in these last 10 days, make it your business to, if something is not good for your mental health, if something or someone is not, it's not good for your mental health when somebody has passed on. There's a grief, like I said, there's a time and season for everything. There's a season to grieve. Allow yourself that. Don't rush through that. We got this King of Pentacles energy slowing us down for a reason. I'm just saying that it, just like I've been saying to everybody else and about the, even the general energy, as there's endings occurring, there's also beginnings occurring at the exact same time. So 
you know, the ability to make a different decision with this queen of swords cancer shows you being able, well able to deal with both at the same time and still enjoy some simple things, still enjoy the healing gifts that are available to, to you, still enjoy the warmth and contentment that is available to you, even potential good luck. You didn't see that coming, did you, Cancer? All right, Scorpio, my other water sign, y'all succinct message is celebrating your achievements as you prepare for even more growth. Your overall card is the Three of Cups. Bottom of the deck for you is the Page of Swords, and your supporting card is the Seven of Pentacles. Where is my Seven of Pentacles, y'all? Oh, because it was at the bottom of the general deck for everybody too, and that's just more about this mess. More messages about patience and this pentacles energy, this groundedness. Okay, so yeah, for Scorpio, celebrate your achievements. The Three of Cups is definitely showing you celebrating, and you're celebrating this page of of swords that's at the bottom of your deck. This and you guys embodying the energy of being prepared. You know, uh, we had a full moon in Scorpio before we had this full moon in Sag. And so there was a sense of that then that was very, very strong. Y'all are having this full moon in Sagittarius in your second house of Earth house, the, the Taurus house. And so definitely, especially with this Seven of Pentacles, more than it being a, a, a emphasis on you guys slowing down, it's really preparing for the upswing, okay? Your overall card is the three of, of hearts, the th- three of cups, which is like, you know, toasting to the freaking good life. It's a celebration <laughs> every time you show up in the next 10 days, Scorpio. Um, and the seven of pentacles even that supports the entire reading shows rewards and results and your money growing and finishing what you start and changes of direction and slow, steady growth and success that comes from through slow, steady growth, okay? And there's a confidence even, the same boldness and confidence that's in the main spirit with the Ace of Wands and the Queen of Wands. Y'all have access to even more confidence uh, with this Seven of Pentacles, but it's just a quiet confidence, you know? Um it doesn't need to be announced. It doesn't need to be announced, Scorpio. Uh, y'all do have some very communicative cards. The Three of Cups is a Mercury in in Cancer, and the Page of Swords is the Gemini card. But I see it being more mental than verbal because even the Seven of Pentacles is about reassessing. That's an inward thing. This page of swords that y'all are embodying is about being prepared. That doesn't need to be announced. Um, You'll know when to engage when you're celebrating, you know, when it's time to raise that glass and and you've got a community, Three of Cups is community. You've got a group you know, you're at a get-together, that's friendship, even harvest, definitely. Uh, these three, The Three of Cups symbolizes it, it'll be plenty of opportunity to pay this towards be witty and talkative and engage, you know, in, in those ways. But when it's not about those ways, and you'll be clear on which it is and which it isn't, um, 
when it's not that time, it's definitely, you know, more time for you to be focused on being thorough, being prepared, um, your own emotional growth and development, and, and being quietly confident, okay, and patiently waiting and reassessing why you're waiting, you know. You can make any, like, last-minute changes. This is a season of change right now, and you've got that energy at your disposal as well if you need it. Moving on to Libra and Aquarius. I think I will have just enough time to wrap it up, y'all. We going to do it. What? Okay, for my other air signs, Libra and Aquarius, y'all both have the message of protection from anxiety as you go within and keep things simple. Ooh, that sounds like uh, what I was into. Who's that else that had the nine of swords? Pisces, definitely. So it's a similar message from that. There's a protection as you go within and keep things simple. For Libra specifically, y'all have the Four of Cups, and y'all's succinct message, Libra, is going deep within your heart and searching your soul in order to make a passionate decision. Come on and push through, Libra. I know that's right. Four of Cups, Three of Cups, and Seven of Cups. Cups, Cups, Cups. What y'all think y'all message is, <laughs> Libra? Cups, Cups, Cups. The message is to go deep within. This Four of Cups is a card of uh, of just that, going within, withdrawing, detaching, meditating. And you're going within for Libra for the express purpose of searching your soul because you need to make a passionate decision. You're having this Sagittarius full moon final 10 days in your third house of Gemini in this very mental area of space, okay? Y'all got a, 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 another mental card, this Three of Cups. So there's, there's stuff going on in your mind, but y'all got all cups, so it's stuff going on in your heart too. So there's definitely a need for balance. Y'all got two cancer cards to corroborate this Four of Cups energy of going within. Cancer is the sign of the most private part of you where your feelings reside. And you, need to, and you got all cups. That's more feelings. That's all feelings. And uh, the the card at the bottom of the deck for everybody is this Six of Six of Cups, which is talking about the contentment and the familiarity and your inner child. Uh, you got the Seven of Cups as your supporting card to your other two cards. And so, once again, you got options. And, but even more so, there's an emphasis being placed on soul searching, on knowing yourself, knowing your emotional needs, Libra, um, and, in so, and in so prioritizing yourself and your emotional needs and the need to meditate. You got two out of three cards talking about meditating. And so, and then you're having all this cancer energy in two out of three of your cards too, cancer and Scorpio. So going deep within your heart and searching your soul in order to make a passionate decision. Yeah, Libra, because uh, after Gemini season is going to be cancer and the sun's going to go into cancer before it's the actual cancer lunar cycle and season. So you could be definitely gearing up for such a time where your Libra energy is going to be activated. When cancer energy is activated, your Libra energy is going to be activated. Trust me. (laughs) Y'all both cardinal signs. 
And so um, in between now and then, especially with the emphasis being placed on the next 10 days, these final 10 days of Taurus New Moon season and Sagittarius Full Moon season, take it in, take it in. Meditation on two out of three cards. And when, as you take it in, the only other card that isn't expressly mentioning meditation is about emotional growth and development. So checking in with how you feel to make sure your feelings are growing, developing, maturing, to make sure that their love and happiness is being harvested. That's embodied in the Three of Cups card, love and happiness, okay? And even with the Three of Cups and the Seven of Cups, which really puts the emphasis on options and inability deciding who to love, there you don't need to decide that right now. You will need to coming up. You know, you're 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 doing all this energetic and emotional work because yes, you will need to decide uh, who to love and I guess who not to love. <laughs> You'll need to distinguish between multiple options or different options going forward. But for right now, you can take all that pressure off and just focus on you, self-absorption. You know, travel. Uh, 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 if you need to change anything on the home front or the business front, that's accessible to you. You can afford to be picky and selective right now. Enjoy it while you can, but don't edge and ice yourself self out. Cups and water and emotions, y'all got all these cups, cards. Uh, that's fluid energy. That's speaking more to this flow. Flow with that, okay? Don't try to pin anything down right now. Just go within and enjoy it. That's what I got for you guys. Um, Aquarius, y'all are the final sign that I had that had a pop-out card. The nine of swords just popped out on y'all. And so um, your uh, specific message, Aquarius, is about enthusiastically and courageously prioritizing yourself. And in so doing, that helps you to adapt to all this changing, mutable energy, okay? To have the Nine of Swords as your overall card, I mean, that's pretty heavy. That's pretty heavy. That's the dirty energy that you don't want to engage with, okay, Aquarius? Y'all are actually having this full moon in Sagittarius in your Aquarius 11th house. So there's an emphasis being placed on change, <laughs> the sign of change in the house of change, okay? The emphasis is being placed on change, and with all that change, y'all got a changing card. <laughs> y'all got a mutable card, the page of wands at the bottom of the deck. That's a, a, sad, the, a, a Sag card. And so, the, and then y'all got the Mars and Gemini card with the Nine of Swords. So definitely um, prioritizing yourself is, going to help keep you away from dirty energy. You really don't have time to be engaging with dirty energy when you're prioritizing yourself, when you're prioritizing your creativity, when you're prioritizing being an entrepreneur, when you're prioritizing being um, courageous and confident, you know, you don't have time to embody this lower vibration of the seven of cups, confusion and you know, dealing with unreliable people, that's dirty. That's dirty. Don't even engage with that. Cope alone. You got this, okay? This page of one shows you corroborating in the main spread for everybody more of this eight, this gift of energy in this ace of wands and this uh, queen of wands that we're going into. 
where you embody it. You're embodying it. It may be on a page level. You got the page of wands, um, Aquarius, but that that is what's helping you adapt to changes. Is being it just just even if only on an introductory level. Maybe you're just not wide open to change, but you know you you're willing to search it out. You know, this Seven of Cups shows you searching. It shows you meditating and withdrawing and seeking out what your emotional needs are. And if you're at least willing to do that enough to where you can cope alone if necessary, you can at least say that you're okay and you can dissolve any cruelty, any dirty energy, any fickle energy, any unreliable energy by relying on yourself and in so doing, knowing that you're okay, quelling any anxiety um, and, and, and maintaining your creativity and enthusiasm and confidence and courage and being adored and admired for being so and doing so, especially in the midst for you astrologically, energetically, naturally, um, a time of change. Once again, enthusiastically and courageously prioritizing yourself is what is helping you to adapt to changes. Finally, we started out with Taurus, so I really only have one last time to do, which is Capricorn, Capricorn, Capricorn. Mm, mm-mm. <laughs> Y'all got... I'm just messing Capricorn. Y'all got the Four of Swords. Y'all got the Two of Pentacles at the bottom. And y'all also have this very popular Six of Cups uh, supporting it all. For my Earth signs, I didn't get to mention this to Kira, uh, but for the Earth signs, the uh, message that I got for you all, especially Capricorn and Taurus, is finding a way to come to terms with the need for an attitude adjustment, okay? And I emphasize that, uh, the attitude adjustment part quite significantly with Taurus specifically. Um, and for Capricorn specifically, it's, the emphasis is more on the coming to terms, okay? There's something, especially probably relating to your past Capricorn, since you all have the Six of Cups at the, uh, as a supporting card for your other two cards, it probably has to do with the past. It probably has to do with your childhood and just the need to come to terms with something like to accept that that's more of this accepting energy when I'm talking about for everybody wrapping up certain cycles, wrapping up the spring season as we embark on summer. You know what I mean? So we're all in this transition phase, this mutable phase of ending things, certain things and beginning certain other things, and for you, the emphasis is on coming to terms with some things in your past, especially your childhood. We None of us can change our childhood. We can't go back and change it. And, you know, you may speak to some particular quantum physicists who may uh, disagree with that point, but in general, uh, excluding quantum terms, you know, we can't go back and change the past. And so in that, when you come to terms with a, a, a truth like that, a reality like that, it helps you to move on. Mutable energy, flow. It helps you to flow into what, uh, which is so appropriate when y'all have the two of pentacles at the bottom of the deck because that shows your flexibility right there. 
That's how I know this is about coming to terms with something from your past. What is y'all's message? Taking time out of Capricorn, taking time out or off, taking time off or taking time out to find balance through simplicity or familiarity, okay? Even though you can't go back and change something in your childhood, Six of Cups is not only at the bottom of the deck for everybody, but as a supporting card to you specifically, even though you can't go back and change anything from your childhood, you can now, in this day and age, choose to access and allow your inner child to shine through where you can to a pinnacle to have fun. It can still be fun, Capricorn. Your inner child can still thrive. But this Four of Swords shows where the emphasis needs to be placed in order for that to to happen successfully, which is you come into terms with whatever you need to come to terms with, you opening yourself up. We're all opening ourselves up right now to receive these Ace of Swords and Ace of Wands gifts, a a new mindset, a new mentality, a breakthrough, an epiphany, a revelation, clarity, insight, and then this Ace of Wands gift of enthusiasm, courage, and confidence accepting a challenge, starting a new lease on life, starting over a passionate new beginning. And so you'll have that just along with the rest of us, Capricorn, but the emphasis on the next 10 days for you, not but, but and, and the emphasis on the next 10 days for you is resting. It's the energy of intensive care. That's why I say take a time out or take time off. If you're in intensive care, you can't you can't <laughs> go to work. If you're in intensive care, you can't run some errands real quick and then go back into the ICU. You're, these last 10 days is about the ICU for you, Capricorn. Obviously not literally, prayerfully not literally, but energetically to the point where these are four swords, just like this ace of swords in our overall position for everybody. The emphasis is on the mind and the mouth. If I was you... I wouldn't do a whole bunch of talking in these last 10 days, Capricorn. I would curb that. I would take this Ace of Swords that we all have as a gift accessible to us, and I would trim the fat. If it don't need to be said, don't say it. If it don't need to be typed or texted, don't do it. If you don't need to go a certain place, don't go. You need to get in your sanctuary. This is a card of being in your sanctuary, in your meditation, in your contemplation, in your much like, who was that with the Seven of Pentacles, uh, uh, Scorpio. Much like Scorpio, this emphasis on quietly preparing, feeling like a a personal low, you you know, being in ICU, okay, yeah, it might suck, but you need that intensive care to get better. The situation is dire, especially when it comes to your emotions, Capricorn, when it comes to your childhood, certain things that you're grappling with, that you're having to come to terms with. And it takes you getting quiet, getting still, allowing yourself time and space to prioritize you, time and space to regroup, so that you can access 
this two of pentacles. This is the, the pentacle energy that you are being an earth sign. This is the pentacle energy that we all need to continue to take with us. That's why the king of pentacles is in the past position for everybody in the general spread. And that's why the main message is about this grounding energy, us staying grounded and us being committed, okay? And, and for y'all specifically, there's groundedness that's going to come as a result of um, practicing some intensive care for yourself, especially your mind, especially your mouth, especially your heart. And in so doing, this Two of Pentacles, which is the Jupiter in Capricorn card, my Capricorns, and in so doing, you're, it's going to help you remain flexible. It's going to help you maneuver more fluidly through these the, the changing energy that's in the air. Right, uh, the Two of Pentacles is a card of writing. That may help you tremendously in your sanctuary, in your meditation, in your quietness, where you really want to type or text somebody. You may just really need to get something out, and it may not necessarily require... You know, maybe you need to write a letter to your childhood self, Capricorn, and tell them everything's going to be okay, that you're going to make it. Maybe you need to tell your childhood self that everything's going to be okay, just like the Two of Pentacles. You know, life is full of ups and downs. It's not all down. It's not all up, but it's not all down. Uh, the Two of Pentacles wisdom is not to take life so seriously. Yes. You had this tragic thing occur in your childhood. Yes, you're having to come to terms with some really messed up stuff about what happened to you as a child or what you saw or experienced as a child. But even in the Two of Cups, there's balance to be found where you don't even take that so seriously. You take it seriously enough to deal with it and heal. That's why you're in intensive care, because you need to take it seriously. But not too seriously, says the Two of Pentacles. You'll grow and develop through finding balance, through remembering what it feels like to play and have fun and be flexible and sail and float and enjoy your money doubling and, you know, writing or, or dealing with paperwork if you need um, with the two of pentacles. But that's, that's what I have for you guys. Oh, and I have eight minutes to spare. This was so fun. In these final couple of moments, let me finish with the astrology of the week ahead so y'all can be prepared. I've already mentioned um, the pray for my computer, y'all. This, this computer ain't even six months old, and it, I just, I, a cell phone or a computer, y'all know, my South Node is in Aquarius, so all these tech all this technology, uh, energetically, I've been there and I've done that, and these gadgets ain't got nothing on my brain. <laughs> so they're all, like, really slow for me. I haven't found a cell phone or a computer that can keep up with me yet. Okay, here we go. So, yes, um, I just want to mention some of the astrology, especially the void moons. Y'all already know when the moon is void, don't be signing no important papers. Don't be getting into no brand new relationship, shit, being intimate with somebody for the first time, you know, setting up a first date when the moon is void, setting up an interview, uh, doing a major presentation, have a, having a very important conversation with somebody, don't play yourself and do it while the moon is void unless you don't want anything to come of it. That's the result of doing uh, initiating things when the moon is void. 
nothing's going to come of it likely. So Monday, June 4th, 12, 10 a.m. for about five hours, the moon uh, does finally go active again and enter Pisces. So by the time you rise up in the central time zone, 5.53 a.m. on Tuesday, June 5th, the moon will be in Pisces. But uh, for about five hours and 43 minutes there, it is void. Uh, It goes void again just for about three hours, two hours and 51 minutes on Thursday, June the 7th. Once once again, kind of in the wee hours of the early rising by the time, oh, no, I got that all the way wrong. That's not two hours because that's not 4 a.m. That's 4 p.m. Look at me. I caught it, though. It's actually going to be a good majority of the day from 1.35 a.m. Central to 4.26 p.m. Central all on Thursday, June the 7th, the moon is void in Pisces at that, okay? The moon enters Aries late in that afternoon, early evening, 426 p.m. So definitely Thursday is not your day uh, to be doing, like, interviews and things like that. Um, If you do have, like, an interview set up for that time, just ask if, you know, um, y'all know how to do it. This is, we're in mutable energy right now. It'll come to you how to maneuver and flow into a better time frame to do something so very important and to make sure that you're not doing it while the moon is void. And then our last void moon period of the week ahead is Saturday, June the 9th, 2.37 p.m. Central for about eight hours, and eight and a half hours, eight hours and 27 minutes through um, 11.04 p.m. So once again, Saturday evening, um, not two from 2.37 in that afternoon to 11.04 p.m. that night, not going to be your best time for a first date. Obviously, if you've already been out with this person, go for it. I wouldn't do anything major or important. You know, don't ask them to marry you Saturday night. So <laughs> nothing might come of it. They might say no. They might say yes and forget they said yes. They might break up with you. <laughs> so that's that. Um, uh, I mentioned the other heavy hitters for this week, all this energy squaring Neptune. is going to be critical, y'all. Like you're probably not going to be able to pin a lot down within yourself or with people. So that's the emphasis on the title of the show, to go with the flow. You don't have to be – I know it can feel scary, when you're going with the flow, we're having a quarter moon in Pisces. That's ruled by Neptune. And this area of space governs fears. I know it can be feel very fearful and you can be afraid when you don't know how something's going to go, when you can't pin something down, when you can't, you know, stick something, you can't stick your landing. And it feels uncertain and shaky ground. But the beautiful thing about mutable energy, Pisces energy, is that in so going with the flow, you really get to flow in tuned with feeling uh, uh, message, spirit messages, um, endings, anything you need to end, anything you need to wrap up. There's a beautiful gift of energy available to you there anything you need to change, anything, you know, the change energy is strong. That's what mutable energy is all about. So if there is something you want to morph and transition and change into from its current state into another state, that energy is available to you. We wrap up the, okay, we will have gone from Aries through Pisces 
as of Thursday this week. Thursday, late afternoon, early evening, 426 p.m., the moon enters Aries, and we begin an entire new cycle of the moon through the signs, okay? So through from now through Thursday, it's likely going to be feeling energetically like some things are winding down, and that's why I'm telling you right now, as they're winding down, don't necessarily try to pin, put a pretty little bow on it. We also have during this week uh, a Venus a lot, right along with the sun aligning with Mercury. Like I said, this week is going to be real heavy on the messages for sure, real heavy on the communication, okay? So allow room for others and their chain, and their, some, somebody may have changed their mind about something and communicated to you this week. That could be an interpretation. Allow others the same grace, extend that same grace to them that I'm talking to you all about yourselves, ourselves about is this change energy. People going to change up on you, and it may be some changes you like, so it ain't no need to be scared. You ain't going to be scared if it's a change you've been, want, you've been waiting to hear. <laughs> So open up. Once again, we got these aces in the backbone of our reading. Stay open to the gifts, not the curses. Stay open to the blessings, not the fears. Stay open to the unconditional love and extreme self-care, not the worry and the confusion. You don't know what's going to happen, but it could be something that could be a great thing. We also are dealing with this week a Venus opposition to Pluto. That's going to be intense. That's going to be revealing. That's going to be powerful. That's focusing heavily on our desires, on our emotions, on our psychology. Could be possibly disruptive. So consider that as well. That's going on in with Venus and Capricorn, Cancer being directly opposite Pluto and Capricorn. So pay attention to feelings. And in so paying attention to your feelings, pay attention on the potential and the possibility for building with them. Into something may need to come tumbling down. Something may need to get torn down as well. But even in the tearing down, stay focused on the building. Okay. Even in the endings, stay focused on the beginnings that's coming right after it. Even in the walking away and letting go. Stay focused on what you are transforming, morphing, and rebuilding and being reborn into. That's what I have for you guys um, this week. Thank you so much for staying connected to Mama Dada Astrology, your world healer, MamaDadaAstrology.com, as well as MyAstrologyCoach.com, okay? And we will speak again. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you.